This is the Casper and Chris podcast. From News Talk KBOI, Boise. Your 20-hour break is over. Now, back to the only morning show born in Idaho. Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. I bring you good news. And what might that be? Mike Casper will be back on Monday. Is that right? Yes. Well, good. So, I'll let him tell the story, but it's... Yeah. Uh, it, he's gone through the mill, man. He and his family have gone through the mill. Um, and, and probably a couple of other towns. So they have grain. Yes. Um, just just one of those things everybody deals with at, yeah. at some point. But uh, Mike will tell you all about it stuff, on Monday. Stuff happens. Which means, Chris, mm-hmm. it's going to be a while since, you know, until I grace you with my presence in the morning. <laughs> and I know and I know that brings everybody in this room great sorrow. Hey, it was nice of you to bring presents. Yes. I meant to say that. Yes. I, uh, I, got, a back, the I got a tissue. back scratcher. <laughs> you did get a back scratcher. Yeah, it's nice. Also... Since yesterday, I've been... Uh, by the way, hi, I'm Nate. I normally do the afternoon show, and I'll be doing the afternoon show this afternoon. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I felt like doing my job after this, that, this you week. Should, you should take the next two days off. I'm not. Uh, after that, I will be at uh, Kids Fair. Oh, that's true. Uh-huh. Do I need to remind you about you, that? You should take Sunday off. Uh, I, I definitely might. Okay. Yes. That's, al- that's always the goal. I definitely might do just about anything. Uh-huh. So, uh, gosh, I'm going to miss you at Kids Fair, and I know you're going to miss me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and the cool thing about, this is not just a Kids Fair tie-in, but I'll do it anyway. Um, you know, Kids Fair is where you have kids go to have a good time and, mm-hmm. you know, do something. And, 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 you know, they get to see Bluey. They get to see, uh, they, they get to see the Wrestle Club. They get to see their favorite mascots. Um, if you want to get them involved in activities, you get to expose them to, you know, Taekwondo and, and, uh, those demonstrations, some cheer demonstrations, dance demonstrations, there's pets and, and, and all that. And it's fun. Um, basically it's designed to wear them out. So they fall asleep at six. So (laughs) I was, I, I was a spoiled only child Mm -hmm. and, I didn't, I, I, you, you don't realize what you don't have until everybody tells you what you don't have. But I had two Makes parents sense. that only had to worry about me. Right. So two jobs and they worried about the entire family. Well, and, 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 you know, it, it was tough on you. If something was broken in the house, you couldn't point and go, I didn't do it. It was they either me it. or the dog. Right. Yeah. And I blamed everything on the dog. That dog, man, I tell you what, when that dog stole the next door neighbor's yeah. car, that was, uh, <laughs> that was really, uh, yeah, it's like, what is, uh, oh, that was the dog. Where'd the bear go? The damn dog. I tell you. Anyway, uh, the third grade was an awful year. But I didn't want for anything. And one of the cool experiences, one of the coolest experiences, uh, I, I just wish I enjoyed more, was going to space camp. And in Huntsville? No. Oh. In, uh, in Florida. Oh, wow. That like... At Cape Kennedy Canaveral, whatever it's called, and it was uh, Cape. It was Cape. It was Kennedy Space Center. Okay. Um, but well, when I was there, you know, you, you book the thing, you make the reservation, sign up, and all that stuff. Was also the weekend that of the Hubble launch, and so I got to see a uh, a, a shuttle takeoff cool. live in nice. person, and just the sound you'll never. So since then, I've been a bit of a space geek, you could say. Before then, and, and definitely mm-hmm. after then. Um, having been inside of a shuttle simulator and, you know, going through that stuff, even as a kid, it's still, it's still really wicked cool. Um, however, the news of yesterday, 
It's cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I mean, hey, we, we, we it's landed. A, it's a, a U.S. spacecraft. It landed on the moon without people. Landed on the moon without people. At, yeah, at, co- the, at the South Pole, where apparently we've never been before. However, you know, this historic landing. Like, you know, 55 years ago, we landed two guys there yeah. with the power of a flashlight. Mm-hmm. 55 years later, we sent nobody. It's like, it's, what was somebody said that um, your phone now has uh, like a million more uh, or a million percent more capability than all the NASA computers did in 1969. Exactly. Again, don't get me wrong. It's still cool. But I I thought we would have landed a person on Mars by now. I I thought we would have had a small hotel (laughs) colony on the moon. And, And the reason you don't have a colony on the moon is because there's no atmosphere and all those little, you know, all those craters are formed by asteroids and meteors that, that, that hit the moon without they anything. To, they need to hire a decorator. Yeah. Um, and, and, and no by the atmosphere. way, if I just want to go the, the whole way, the moon really isn't real. It's really just a, basically a satellite that controls everything here. So, by the see, way, you, you were disappointed. I saw, that, I saw that movie, too. Yeah. Uh, you were disappointed in, in not getting more out of space camp, right, when you were a kid? Well, oh, I mean, as a kid. I was okay, in sixth okay. grade. Good news. Huh. You can go now as an adult. They are taking people over the age of 18. It's $549. That's it? Not bad. Or do I have to? Or is this the same thing that Chris talked about yesterday where I got to live in, in, yeah. a, in a hangar for in a somewhere year. in Texas for a year with four other people I, and smell them? With three people you won't like by the second day. This is just like space. Really? No, it's not. There's people here. But I just. I. I mean, it's cool. We we soft landed, which you know, as opposed to crash landing, I guess mm-hmm. is really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gives you the opportunity to do more stuff once you've landed. I just fifty five years later, after the moon landing, I would have. Yeah, I mean, cool. I I saw moon rocks when I was I, and and my generation, the the later side of of uh, of Gen X, had moon rocks mm-hmm. in in the classroom. Did you guys have moon rocks? No. Yeah. No. Okay, so I am the youngest one in this room. Okay. See, I'll remind everyone. It's the only time I get to say that. <laughs> I started late. <laughs> no, I think you started when you were born. <laughs> Blame your parents. So the, uh, the last time we landed on the moon, I was in second grade. Uh, so the, they all happened between the time I was three and seven. All, we had, what, six landings, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they all happened within that period of time, and then that was it. We just... Didn't go back. Humans have driven, uh, we, we, we've driven a rover on the moon, a, mm-hmm. a, a little golf cart. Shut up. We, you know what? No, turn your mic on, Derek. No, no, no. I, <laughs> I said, have we? <laughs> have we? Why is nobody doubting whether or not we landed a robot on the moon now? Uh, you see? Yeah, take your conspiracy theory, fold it up nice and neat. And we don't care as much? Are, are you impressed? Does anybody? Are you? Michael Bay isn't involved? I don't know. Yeah. Are, there's no aliens? There's no earth-affecting earth event heading our way? No. There's no team of drillers on there who've no, never no. been in the space before? No but Jerry Bruckheimer at all? Nothing. Nothing. No Aerosmith? Nothing. That was a good song. 208-336-3700. I'm starting early. Mm-hmm. Are you impressed by yesterday's moon landing? Are you impressed by Odie? 
landing on the lunar surface. 208-336-3700. Garfield's dog friend? Odysseus or Odie. Oh, okay. Odysseus. Odysseus or Odie. 208-336-3700. 55 years earlier... Humans were walking on the moon. Like, that was a, that was historic. That mm-hmm. was fantastic. And I would have thought that before then they would have landed robots on the moon. But I guess we didn't have the technology. Just send the people. They either make it back or not. I just, I find myself, eh, I dig moon stuff. I dig outer space stuff. I dig all of it. Eh. Right now I should say, hey, check out this moon. But I won't. No. Please, please. There's no time for that. 614. <laughs> he's not used to breaking on time. He's, he's had to break on I time. The end, Sorry, the I'm on mic days. time. I, <laughs> About a yeah. half, hour, half hour later. Yeah. Casper, uh, God love him, would have three more minutes worth of stuff to say about the same thing. Sports brought to you by... Pork belly in CUNA, downtown CUNA. Chef Elabor- Wally is... Elaboration is his thing. Chef Wally is... Uh, there, there we go. Let's just start over again. Chef Wally's prepping right now. Go, wait a second. He's, he, he gauges where he is on prep by where we are in the show, and now we're on time, and he's all fouled up. But mind you, breakfast will be ready. Just keep making bacon. Everything will be fine. At 7. All right. Major League Baseball has brand new uniforms this season. They're designed by Nike and manufactured by the company called Fanatics. And many players apparently do not like them. The uniforms were supposed to be lighter and stretchier, but players have pointed out that on some of the larger players, the words and numbers on the jersey seem almost comically small. The numbers are also not as prominent. They used to be embroidered. Now they're just part of the fabric. Players also say the pants are a little bit too see-through. And in the past, players were allowed to take their own uniforms to a tailor to have them altered for a better fit. But the new uniforms are manufactured in such a way that alterations are too difficult. The Boise State men's basketball team is headed to Laramie, Wyoming. They'll play the Cowboys Saturday at 7.30 p.m. The Broncos are 18-8 overall this season and 9-4 in the Mountain West. That puts Boise State in second place, half a game behind Utah State, and half a game ahead of New Mexico and San Diego State, who are tied for third. Wyoming is 13 and 13 overall. They're just 6 and 7 in conference. Good for 8th place, and that's sports. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Are you impressed by yesterday's moon landing? 208 336 3700. Now, in case you don't know a lot about it, Apparently, there was a sculpture. Odie's carrying a series of sculptures by art. To, to leave on the moon? By artist Jeff Koons, part of a non fungible token crypto project. Uh huh. So come, there's artwork come, on the moon now. How come it isn't fungible? I, I demand that. Not, the material developed to insulate the lander is developed mm-hmm. by Columbia Sportswear. Cool. I had a, a windbreaker of theirs once. How much is earmarked? How much is earmarked for this entire program for the next b- b- ballpark? Do you know the answer? No. Okay. How much? I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it at least has uh, the, the word billion in it. What's your, what's your number? 
Or is it the word trillion? What's your number? Uh, 80 billion. You see, you make it not fun. You did make I, it not fun. Did I do the uh, Ed McMahon thing? Where, <laughs> okay, 40 billion. 20 billion. Half a billion. You got one? I said 5 billion, but evidently I'm off. Okay. No, you're actually closer. Oh, okay. Yeah, five, you're, five you're still over. $2.6 billion. Okay, that's a ton. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, $2.6 billion mm-hmm. is how much. And you go, oh, it's historic because we use. Well, it was a private company, too, apparently. They're, what are they called? Uh, SpaceX. Oh, it was SpaceX that did it? Yeah. I thought it was like Innovations or something like that. It was a weird name. SpaceX. Okay. Yeah. Whoever it is put the logo of their company on the lander's feet. So when it landed, it stamped the logo into the whatever kind of surface. Jeez. Space, wow, SpaceX that's... Falcon made it up uh, made it up there, and you know, it was streamed on that. It's, it's the whole joint project. Oh, this is historic. A private company's landed on the moon. They were hitting golf balls on the moon 55 years ago. Intuitive machines. That's it. Do you know what brand? Do you, hmm? I don't. But, oh, okay. But they should have. We that's should. The, that's know. the name of the company. It says a spacecraft built and flown by Texas-based company Intuitive Machines landed near the South Pole of the Moon Thursday. Okay. Launched top of Falcon 9 rocket from Elon Musk's SpaceX. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so you had a number of companies. All right. All right. Are you impressed? <laughs> Are you impressed? A little. Are, honestly, better than I can do. Well. You know, I, I, I want something from it. I feel like all the cool stuff has already been had, you know? Such as? We got the rocks. Okay. Yeah, got, the moon rocks. Yeah, right. we got the moon rocks. Um, Tang. So they'll have to collect something else that's up there. We got Tang and titanium. Like, for instance, old space stuff that we left there the first time. Garbage. Space garbage is a thing. It's affecting the other. It's affecting the other, uh, the, the other machinery going into space. It's affecting other satellites. It's not just a. It's not just a bad bit from a George Clooney movie. It's it's a real thing. I'm in waste management on the moon. Two oh eight. Honestly, are you impressed? Is it worth it? And I I feel like I'm a a bit of a space nerd to be asking this, but I just I find myself go eh eh. I feel, I feel like mm-hmm. this is. I feel like what happened yesterday with NASA is. Like the latest incarnation of Marvel well, movies. And, and I, I, I understand that. It's like, okay, 55 years ago we sent people to the moon, and 55 years later we're back, and this time we regressed a bit. 208-336-3700. Broadcasting from the Auto Ranch Group Studios on 93.1 FM and 670 AM, we are News Talk KBOI. No one's impressed. No, that no, guy I mean, hung up. That guy was that guy was oh. so unimpressed he hung up. So there was a guy that called and was one impressed, guy. One guy was impressed like, that we landed a lunar uh, a, a lunar lander. We we didn't do anything. No, it wasn't even us. We provided the launch for it. That's what we did. <laughs> I like when you know people provide launch. Mike Casper will be back on Monday. In the meantime, you get to deal with me in the morning until 10 o'clock. <laughs> it is open line Friday, 208-336-3700. However, uh, I'm, I'm still stuck on the moon landing just because it's like, hey, I mean, it's, it, was, it was cool for all of five minutes, mm-hmm. you know, and 
I want something from it. You know, you were talking about what three days to go to the moon. Yeah, well, it takes it takes three days to go to the moon, uh-huh. and it takes seven months to go to Mars. So you see the difference there. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I... three days, two hundred and thirteen days. I mean, I'd go to both. Like if if I get to visit, I don't know if I'm living there, but sure, what I. It, it, if it meant that I had to save or just max out every credit card for a couple hundred grand, sure. <laughs> sure. Hell yeah, I'd do it. Just to say I spent the night on the other people have done it. Other people have spent the night on the moon. Hell yeah, I'd do it. Sure. I don't know if it's going to be colonized like permanently. I've never had any interest in going to space. What? I don't, I don't. I don't know. I just don't want to. What? Why? I don't know. It seems kind of uh, uncomfortable. Claustrophobic? Is that the? Is yeah, a little. Yeah. yeah. Just everything's low. No big ceilings. Yeah, I don't. I I don't even sleep in campers very well. They're already putting an art gallery on the moon right yeah, now. Yeah. There's sculptures, sculptures on the moon. Who the hell's gonna see them? Future people. Hey, I gotta. We, we 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 put artwork on the moon. Big freaking if, deal. Because if you're going to build a space station, why not just start with the sculptures first? It's always the least visited place wherever you go. Welcome to the casino. Hey, we got gaming machines. We got slot machines. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a big pool. There's there's a ninety. Uh, what's nine- the Imperial Palace in Las Vegas? Hey, Hitler's car is up on the sixth floor. Yeah, you're like what? What? I don't want. I. I you guys have like three dollar prime rib. That's what I'm here for. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, uh, I don't want to go to your. I don't want culture. That's disappearing too. The the cheap food. I'm on the moon. You want me to look at art? You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna. What are you gonna do? You're gonna feed me some tang flavored wine that I gotta sip with my freaking glove covered pinky out. That's the orange drink, not the fish. <laughs> no. What are you What are you doing there? Are you finding water? Is there anything useful? Remember space food sticks? No. Or are you too young for that? I think I'm too young for I, that. We had those like in the early 70s. They were uh, Space ice cream. Uh, no, the the, the freeze-dried ice cream. If anybody remembers space food sticks, just you know, let me know. That I didn't dream that up. But so far, we've talked about it now since the beginning of the show, and no one's impressed, except for one guy who was so unimpressed he couldn't stay on hold. Sorry. He was so impressed. Well, he's impressed and busy. You can be both. Oh, you're not that busy. U.S. is back on the moon for the first time since 1972. There's no people. Yeah, true. We, how, how many? How many? Uh, I, I was impressed when we first sent the uh, the Mars rover. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's impressive. I was impressed how- by Voyager, especially in the first Star Trek movie. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. One last try. Is mm-hmm. anybody impressed? By us landing a lunar lander. No people on the moon. Get 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Maybe I'm dead inside. Have you seen a doctor? I just don't care. (laughs) Let me know. Let me know when they find so, a, a lot of water on the moon, like something of value, or really any water on the moon. Would be yeah, cool. 
No, we think there's water here. You think? Okay, well, let me know when that is. I'll be impressed then. Not now. Henry Midvale, listening on 670 KBY AM. Go ahead, Henry. Well, good morning. I'll give it a two and a half thumbs up. At least we're starting again to land on the moon, so it's a step forward. But I'll tell you a couple things I'm impressed with, if I could, please. Okay. Number one, when I, when I was little, my dad was a, a, a Navy guy. So he made us go outside when John Glenn circled the Earth because it was important for us to watch this spaceship go over your region. Yep. So we can keep up with the Russians. So th- that was that didn't impress me all that much because it was like a little flashlight up there. But when I got older, I went to the Smithsonian, and I stood by that that spaceship that John Glenn mm. circled the Earth in, and that, I thought, man, what? Some forty years later, I'm standing by this space capsule that I wasn't impressed with. That was impressive. And then yesterday, if I remember right, I think I seen some something on YouTube. Was it 50 years ago that the amateur hockey team beat the Russians 4-5 to five in the Olympics? Yes, 40, it was 44 years ago, but yeah, close. Yeah, I mean, and, but that, you know what I like about that? It's amateurs, not the professionals that are playing now. It's amateurs. Not a big deal. So, Ukraine's been taking it to Russia for the, the past year and a half. They're not that great anymore. Sorry. I know war and hockey are two different things. Yeah. There's less skating in war. You don't get five minutes in the box for 646. Five for fighting. Sports. Brought to you by the Pork Belly in CUNA. I remember sports. Chef Wally serving up food that one day might be served on the moon, but for now you get to eat it in downtown CUNA in about 14 minutes. The Boise State women's softball team is in Baton Rouge, Louisiana at the Tiger Classic. Thursday, the Broncos lost to LSU 3-2 in 10 innings. The Tigers are 9-0. and Boise State is 8-4. and Outfielders Sophia Knight and Alicia Flores each had two hits for the Broncos. Flores drove in both Boise runs with a double. The Broncos today will play Austin P at 10 a.m. and have a rematch with LSU at 3 Saturday. They will play Houston at 10 a.m., and then face uh, Austin P again at 12.30 p.m. The Boise State Gymnastics team is in action tonight in Logan, Utah. They will compete in a quad meet against number 29 Iowa State and Utah State and Texas Women's University, which is near North Texas University in Denton. The next home appearance for the Bronco team is next Friday night when Boise State will host a quad meet against UC Davis, Washington, and Minnesota. That's sports. And Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. I'm Nate Shellman filling in for Mike Casper. He'll be back on Monday. That's the uh, schedule as of right now. Now you're all up to date. Uh, JR in Boise, listening on 93.1 KBOI-FM, has been on hold since the first moon landing. Uh-huh. JR, were you impressed by hey, yesterday's rover landing on the moon? I was, and it was for a few different reasons. For one, it was a private company launching a lunar lander for a private company. It wasn't flown by NASA. NASA has experiments, and I'm sure that they had a hand in it. But NASA didn't land that thing. That was intuitive machines that did. Also, there's been three attempts at a lunar landing this year, and this is the only one that's made it. Really? Even from Japan, Japan didn't make it. Hmm. 
Uh, Chris, you said that landed upside down? No, Derek said that. No, Derek, yeah. Derek yeah. you said that landed upside down? Yeah, they down? couldn't mm-hmm. deploy their solar panels or something, so it's just laying there on its side. I well, guess. you know, they make everything else. All right. <laughs> That's China. <laughs> Appreciate the call, JR. Open line, open line Friday today. Uh, we got plenty to talk about. We're going to have a couple of uh, members of the uh, Idaho House of Representatives come in. Mm-hmm. A couple, a couple state representatives come in to uh, let us know what's going on on the House side of well, things. We have uh, D- Democrat um, Steve Birch okay. and uh, Republican Brandon Mitchell, who is from Moscow. All right, Steve's from Boise. Which president made Christmas a national holiday? Here's your damn near impossible trivia question for later on today. If you want a pair of tickets to Jackson's Country Stomp, all you need to know is which president made Christmas a national holiday. And, you know, for those of you that want to that join me out for Kids Fair tomorrow, meet Bluey, the, the cartoon dog, or meet Blue, mascot for the Steelheads, or Buster Bronco, or just have fun. Kids Fair tomorrow. If you know the damn near impossible trivia question in the 8 o'clock hour, you could win all of that and bragging rights. Mm. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. This is what makes the Friday catch-all shows completely worth it. it in my mind, when... when a lot of times when radio hosts say, oh, it's open line Friday, that's, that's usually yeah. something that lazy radio hosts, not you guys, you down n- with not, o- not Casper and Chris. You down with OPF? Yeah, you know me. Doesn't rhyme that way. No, it doesn't. However, the really cool part about whether it's a rant and rave Friday or an open line Friday mm-hmm. or a, you know free for all Friday or whatever is... Hey, you know that thing you had on your mind? Yeah, talk about it. Sure, why not? You know, because our, our lives don't revolve just around Washington, D.C. or just around the State House or just around politics in general. There, there's a myriad of other issues out there that you just wondered, hey, well, what about this thing? So, with that as a preface, Jerry Cuna listening on 670 KBOI AM. Jerry, what's on your mind? Well, I ran across an interesting fact this morning. Listened to an, I was listening to another station just by accident, uh, of course. But anyhow, there was a gentleman on there that uh, had been studying this uh, uh, D.B. Cooper case that happened about 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. And the FBI, is, the FBI has reopened it, uh, and they still have never solved it. Uh, the guy, was, it was really interesting, and he's putting on a documentary, but... Uh, it's like I said, it just brought back some memories. And I thought he, uh, the majority of the people at the time, I think that they really wanted the guy to get away with it. And so far he has, but, uh, they, and just what the guys were talking about, if the guy has been fortunate enough to live, that he'd be in it well in his nineties. Uh, but just sort of, uh, I just thought I'd see what everybody else thought about it out there. It's sort of interesting. I, yeah just sort of neat to, to think about it, but it happened over 50 years ago. It was uh, about 1980 or so they found some of the money. He no, $1,000. $1,000 he, he, he found. Yeah, he got away with 200000 and they only found some of it. And uh, 
the the bills had started to disintegrate because apparently they were just like out in the elements, but they were uh-huh. still bundled in rubber bands. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was. Uh, like I said, the thing was sort of interesting in the course at the time. I wasn't near as old as I am now, but uh, it was sort of neat to think that he got away with it. I mean, even though you know it was sort of crooked, but mm-hmm. everybody was sort of rooting for the guy. I, like I said, I just thought I'd uh, throw it out there and see what uh, what it brought up to you guys. The 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 bills, uh, some of the bills were sold at auction for thirty seven thousand dollars. Yeah, in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. Um, it was uh, around Thanksgiving in nineteen seventy one when the whole thing happened, and it was Northwest Orient Airlines that hasn't uh, operated for quite some time out of Portland, and they flew to Seattle. And and they knew he was a hijacker on on the ground in Seattle. He demanded a few things, got some money, uh, got a parachute, and then you know jumped out of a, a commercial jetliner, which very few people actually do. Well, what's neat about it for me is it's new. I, I think a lot of regions have their thing, and DB Cooper is you know it's it's it's, it's a Northwest thing. All right, well, yeah. it, it's 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 a Northwest happening, and be like, wow, yeah, and and w- whether it's, uh, gosh, um, you know, the murder mysteries or hijacking mysteries or whatever, whatever it is, and it's fascinating to add on to the idea that uh, to add on to the fact that they still haven't caught the guy, mm. ish. I don't know. There's been a number of people who have claimed to be DB Cooper. And have been found either uh, either they couldn't verify it, they couldn't validate it. You know, people want attention, so uh, <laughs> as it turns out, some people do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm DB Cooper. No, you're not. No, you're not. The the, the number of uh, the number of people who have claimed to be DB Cooper. I mean, you just look at the list uh, of uh, how many people have been investigated, or how many people were seen as possible. Uh, possible suspects but nothing to link anybody nothing to nothing to put anybody away for for uh for, for you know, hijacking and, right. and, and and collecting ransom you were, oh yeah you probably don't remember this but about nope. in in the early 70s there were hijackings all the time yes they hadn't ever figured out a way to keep planes from being hijacked at that time but it, it was a little different the the you know 2001 that was the first time anybody ever hijacked planes and then just purposely destroyed them and killed themselves and everybody else, mm. which you know is, is irrational to kill yourself. So most of the hijackers in the seventies all wanted to like land in Cuba or Puerto Rico or something, right? You know, and um, not fly out over Portland, which nobody would do now. <laughs> well, and then they they took off. They went from Portland to Seattle uh, when DB Cooper was on, and then they took off in Seattle and w- were headed toward Reno. But ultimately, he wanted to go to Mexico, mm-hmm. uh, but he still jumped out somewhere over Oregon fascinating stuff see this in one just in just in an hour we've talked about nasa and mm-hmm. db cooper shall open we, shall we try to get more down to earth open phone open phones friday 208-336-37 did you just spike the ball did you <laughs> did you just spike the, did you just take a, a, a celebratory sip of coffee i, I did yeah that a boy 208-336-3700 helps me be grounded you know the weird thing is, is like the, I of course have a political thing because you know the legislature's in session and mm-hmm. they give us nonstop, uh, nonstop topics all the time. But later on today, I'll have my show. But today, right now, it's it's open phones Friday. 
208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless phone, 1-800-529-KBY. You want to talk about D.B. Cooper, you want to talk about SpaceX, you want to talk about landing on the moon, whatever. Whatever's on your mind, we're here for it. And and other stuff. In fact, do we, do we take the limits off and say nothing politics, anything but politics? That doesn't mean no, necessarily I, mean talk about sports. I mean, a, a lot of things relate to politics just accidentally. But you're, the thing is, you, you said something. It's like, gosh, there were hijackings all the time. Now, yeah, nothing. No, mm. no. No, that's, that's, that's the dumbest thing to do now is to hijack a plane. You hijack a plane, you're stupid. Actually, the only one who's gotten away with it is D.B. Cooper. Well, true, yeah. KBY News Time, 714. Somebody who will never be taken hostage is Chef Wally. However, I've thought about it. You go to Pork Belly, you have some of the, you you have any of his food, you might consider kidnapping Chef Wally, but um don't. Might be easier just to move to CUNA. We need him to make food for everybody, Pork Belly downtown in CUNA. Thursday, Boise State's Teal Matsueda was named the Mountain West Conference Women's Golf Freshman of the Week. Matsueda is a native of Hawaii. She tied for sixth place at the Broncos' tri-match against Long Beach State and UC Riverside with a two-day total of 144, which was two over par. In the second round, she fired a 67, which tied for the lowest one-day score of the event. The Boise State women's team is off until March 7th when they'll compete in the Pizza Pizza Hut Lady Thunderbird Invitational, which will be in St. George, Utah, and will be hosted by Southern Utah. Major League Baseball has brand new uniforms this season. They're designed by Nike and manufactured by the company called Fanatics. And many players apparently do not like them. The uniforms were supposed to be lighter and stretchier, but players have pointed out that on some of the larger players, the words and numbers on the jerseys seem almost comically small. The numbers are also not as prominent. They used to be embroidered. Now they're part of the fabric. Players also say the pants are too see-through. And in the past, players were allowed to take their own uniforms to a tailor to have them altered for a better fit. But the new uniforms do not lend themselves to that. It's too difficult, apparently. The minimum salary in Major League Baseball is seven hundred forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Oh, but I don't like the jersey. The jersey, the the, the numbers in the name is too small. Mm-hmm. Some people complain about anything. That's sports. Time for the morning market report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. End of the week, Jeremiah Bates, we made it. End of the week, the futures look up right now about uh, 113, 115 so far as the uh, as the Dow looks up. What else should we be on the lookout for? Yeah, I mean, I think today is going to be relatively flat. Uh, we saw a huge bump yesterday. We had the S&P 500 reaching a fresh new high. We had the NASDAQ notching its best day in more than a year. And, of course, we touched on the sheer uh, blowout report from NVIDIA. Like One thing I want to touch on is to kind of put things in perspective, the, the valuation jump that happened for NVIDIA in one day surpassed the annual GDP of countries like Hong Kong, <laughs> Vietnam, Greece. That's just in one day. So it's interesting because what I'm looking at is the 10-year Treasury yield, and that's more representation of uh, where 
where investor sentiment is as far as risk on and risk off. Now, when we see the 10-year Treasury yield increase, it means that prices are going down. It's an inverse relationship. So if yields up, it means the price is down, which means that we're likely seeing a risk on tone for investors across the board, meaning they're 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 exiting out of this safety net, which is a U.S. Treasury. Usually you're going into a U.S. Treasury for safety because you think maybe, hey, the stock market's going to go down. We're starting to see that selling pressure take place and we're starting to see money flow into the markets. This could be fear. I mean, this could be led by largely people who have been waiting on the sidelines or seeing that, hey, I'm missing out on gains and I want to get into the market. This is going to be an interesting dynamic to see. Another uh, important item to touch on is that you're seeing more Federal Reserve members coming out and stating the fact that there's no rush to raise interest rates. So again, that's been a big narrative that's driving the market performance this year and last year is what the what the central bank is going to do with interest rates. But I would argue that if we're seeing continued outperformance in the stock market, continued uh, earnings beating expectations, which we've seen largely take place so far in this earnings season, I think it's going to be unlikely that the Federal Reserve is going to be in any rush to cut interest rates, which is going to change expectations. And we're certainly seeing that reflecting in the 10-year Treasury yield as well. So bottom line, so far this morning, relatively flat. We do have a couple companies that uh, had some better than anticipating earnings to include Carvana, which is up over 30% after they reported their first ever profit, which I do find interesting as well. So I, I I feel that all the news, all the reaction took place yesterday. Today is going to be a little bit more moderated to end the week, but looks like we're going to end the week on a positive note. S&P 500 hitting a record high. So really nothing to be, uh, nothing to be downtrodden on as far as the market so far this week. How big do you expect Reddit's IPO to be? This is interesting. So Reddit announced their IPO. They've been taking a bit of a slow churn on this, like really like a two-year development. On uh, Thursday, they did submit their IPO filing, their prospectus filing to the Securities and Exchange Commission. We'll see. It's the first, uh, it's the first, I mean, Reddit is labeled as a social media company. Um, it's the first IPO for a social media company since 2019. Now, the thing with Reddit is they just haven't been profitable. I no. mean, they've actually been losing money year over year. So I don't know what the reception of Reddit's going to be because largely their their profitability is going to come from advertising. So if companies are still going to be using Reddit's platform to uh, to do advertising, then it could bode well. Um, I do think there's been an appetite for Reddit. I mean, especially over these past few years of in anticipation for its IPO. It, the, the question is, will it meet expectations? What I read last night said that in in 2023, they lost $90 million, but uh, that was good because the previous year they lost $158 million. <laughs> We lost, but we didn't lose as much as last year. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we look forward to the, uh, the 830 report. Uh, Jeremiah Bates, appreciate it, man. Thank you. Broadcasting from the Auto Ranch Group Studios on 93.1 FM and 670 AM, we are News Talk KBOI. You know, there are times I actually feel pretty important or that I had a, had a pretty cool experience or whatever, and then somebody else tells me what they went through, and I all of a sudden just, <laughs> I got nothing. I can't believe I survived that. I, I, I got, yeah, well, what about this? Well, I mean, I got to walk around an area I hadn't walked around through, went out to the uh, KBY transmitter. That was pretty cool. They got the original transmitters out there. I was like, wow, that was pretty cool. All of a sudden, Derek comes, pipes up. He won't shut up during the breaks. Just talks nonstop, just wants to hear himself talk. It's, geez. Start calling you Sophie. And, he, and the way he interrupts you when you're talking. It's terrible. 
Well, Derek, is, he shows, he shows, he's like, hey, I got a text message from Nikki Haley last night. I'm like, this sucks. I got nothing for that. Gosh, where did you meet her? You're texting Nikki Haley? Does your wife well, know? I'm not texting yet, but... You yeah. haven't responded? I'm going to let her just kind of marinate for a bit. Oh, then you I'll don't want to seem to... I would like to see that. Yeah. You want to hear it? Here's what it says. Yeah. Hey, Derek. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold what? on. We, I mean, we need to set the mood here. Okay. This isn't doing it for This is no good. Okay. All right. What to, hold on. What time? What time? Well, was, did this message come through? About two in the afternoon. Just after. Oh. I'm sure it was her nap time. A little afternoon delight. Okay. <laughs> it's Nikki Haley. That's how I picture her thing. Before you exit this, Derek, please take 30 seconds to read this important message. And it's very the, personal. And I then thought, there's a link? There's a link, yeah. Did there's you click on it? No, not yet. Don't. Don't. It's Nikki Haley. Don't, no, don't click on it. You'll get a message from IT saying that you have to do training, <laughs> mm-hmm. and just don't click on it. I, I did that day before you. <laughs> <laughs> don't click on it. New COVID procedures. Oh, my. Look at let, me see, uh, let me see the link. Let me see the link. Uh, no, you're going to click it. No, 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 click it. Yeah, see, there it is. HTTP. What, 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 what is that? That's not even, that's not even a word. <laughs> that's not how you spell Nikki. That's... No. Uh, she might. There's Did a people... hyphen. There's 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 letters and numbers and no earthly uh, rhyme. N H dash. No 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 no. Come on. No. What's what's the thing after the org? What, what, what's what's the thing after? What what is that code? Uh, it's a Z six. A Z six code. Z six. Yeah. Yeah. That's nothing. It's nothing. You're being catfished. I was enamored by you it. You are being, do not swipe right. Please. No. Just just to be on the safe side, don't open anything from any of the candidates. All right, fair. They don't want to date. But it's Nikki. No, but it's not. It's not. Well, it, it, here's the thing. It might be Nikki, but their real name is Nicholas. Okay? It might be, it might actually, you, you might be correct. It just might be a dude. All right, I'm out then. Yeah, okay, thanks. But if wait, so you say if it would actually was you know Nikki Haley saying go to my website? Do you know what I saw for the first time just two days ago? The show Catfish. I had never seen that before, and uh, boy, some people are cruel. Yeah, yeah. Some people actually still manage to get uh, drafted in the NFL. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. And I will be doing the show this afternoon because couldn't find, couldn't find anybody to guest host. Because you've missed it. I actually have missed it. Uh, not, not that I haven't enjoyed working with you guys, but I there's a different attitude I get to have in the afternoon. You know? Yeah, you don't have to pause and let somebody else talk. No. No, then, yeah, after listening to you guys, not everybody does that. That's true. Mike Casper, by the way, will be back on Monday. He said, coincidentally. Yeah. You're both guilty of it. <laughs> you both do it. <laughs> I tried to play the shot game every time you guys uh, interrupted don't, each other, and I was uh, hammered by seven. Seriously, though, don't you hate when you're interrupting and somebody talks? <laughs> I do it to callers all the time. Accidentally, of course. Or when they bore me. Paul, Nampa, you're on News Talk KBY. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah, take me, for example. You always cut me off. 
<laughs> Thanks for the call, Paul. Appreciate you calling. Oh, sorry. I'm no, 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 no. What you got? Uh, actually, a follow-up on yesterday's main topic, and that was about the fentanyl strips, whether or not they should be legal. Um, I think if you do the math real quick, back checker, Chris. Yeah. I think if we total up the, the number of deaths from nineteen or from uh, twenty nineteen until present from fentanyl, I think those numbers will shock you. The total number, and it'll be well worth making that legal to be able to have those strips to people. And uh, well, I, I think the numbers will blow you away. The 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 number uh, I. I... I know from 2022, I don't know about 2023, but in 2022, there were somewhere in the neighborhood of 73,000 people that overdosed on fentanyl and died. Right. So if you give people the strips to be able to do that, even if you cut the number in half, that would be saving, what, 35,000 lives. Wow. So it, is it worth it? I mean, you got to ask yourself, it is worth it. Is it worth it? And then you'd have to say, yes, it is. If I don't only, know, I, if I feel only like, there was a way. I feel to... like the strips would probably save about one in twenty people, though, because you know most people, if they're going to do drugs, they don't bother to check them first. If, if only, if, if only telling people that hey, this thing is bad for you would keep them from doing it. You know, like illegal drugs or well, smoking that's, that's or sort of, drinking and driving or texting in, and driving. In, in college, you know, we studied cognitive dissonance, which mm-hmm. is. Uh, the easiest way to say that is like smoking, for instance. You know smoking will probably kill you, and let, and yet you like to smoke and do. It's open, that, it's open phones Friday. Right. My apologies. It's open phones Friday. I'm filling in for Mike Casper. He'll be back on Monday. In the meantime, time for sports. Brought to you by Chef Wallet. Actually, the Pork Belly. But the Pork Belly and Chef Wally. And everybody who works at the Pork Belly. And everybody who eats at the Pork Belly. And <laughs> you, if you're on your way to go have breakfast and, at Pork Belly, and, downtown Cuna. And Mike Casper, who um, orders uh, gravy off the beverage menu. It would really tick me off if Casper said he had a family thing, you know, made up the whole thing, and then just went to Pork Belly to, to Pork eat. Belly to just eat and was there for hours and on it. And didn't invite us. I would be mad until... Until he told me what he ate, what he ordered, and then I'd completely understand. Yeah, and then you just drool. Yeah. The Boise State men's basketball team is headed to Laramie, Wyoming. They'll play the Cowboys Saturday at 7.30 p.m. The Broncos are 18-8 and eight overall this season and 9-4 and four in the Mountain West. That puts Boise State in second place, half a game behind Utah State, and half a game ahead of New Mexico and San Diego State, who are tied for third. Wyoming is 13-13 and 13 overall and just 6-7 and seven in conference, good for eighth place. The Boise State women's softball team is in Baton Rouge, Louisiana at the Tiger Classic. Thursday, the Broncos lost to LSU 3-2 in 10 innings. The Tigers are 9-0. Boise State is 8-4. Outfielders Sophia Knight and Alicia Flores each had two hits for the Broncos. Flores drove in both Boise runs with a double. The Broncos today will play Austin P at 10 a.m. and have a rematch with LSU at 3. Saturday, they'll play Houston at 10 a.m. and then face Austin P again at 12.30. That's sports. For your Google Play, simply say, hey, Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Open phone Friday. Also, we get to talk with members of the Idaho House. Going to be joining us between 8.30 and 9. Mm-hmm. Between now and now, oh, we also have the damn near impossible trivia question, which we'll uh, remind you of for your chance to win stomp tickets here in just a couple minutes. But between now and then, since it is Open Phone Friday, Dylan 
Boise, listening on 670 KBOI AM. Go ahead, Dylan. Good morning, fellas. As usual, thanks for getting up at ridiculous 30 in the morning. And, Nate, I don't even know how you're even moving around, buddy, because you don't do this, but thanks for doing it. Stiffly. He's um, well, no, I, I listen, <laughs> hold on. Not well, because this morning I got all the way here and then didn't have my phone because my brain wasn't connected yet. Drove back home to come here just so I could have my phone, mm-hmm. not check it, just to have it next to me like it's my Wooby. So that's well, how I'm doing. You got, to take, you got to take a ride in your Wooby back and forth anyways. Yeah. Um, so, hey. So you didn't care. I'm trying to say this. Is, I'm, I'm, this is something that I'm passionate about. This Sunday, there was an article written in the Idaho Statements by Spot, Scott McIntosh. It is in regards to the Idaho Historical Society um, and the Idaho State Penitentiary and an an exhibit that is there known as the Curtis Earl Estate. And the director named Janet Gallimore has been voicing that she would like to change this exhibit, if you will, to a history of incarceration. Mm -hmm. What many people aren't familiar with is the exhibit that is there is one of the most revered firearms collections yeah. in the country as it relates it's to machine guns. Historic has, guns. And they're all live. It's, it's all live. These are artifacts of history. And, they're, and we're trying to change this into a history of incarceration. No offense in the culture war of things. I would rather celebrate the, the tools of our freedom than the demise of our cultural disparity into a penitentiary sense. There's a lot of things going on here. This was donated to the state of Idaho by Curtis Earle. Curtis Earle spent $900,000 to renovate and make this space for what it is. And on many days, this exhibit, you can't even go in. They just say, oh, we don't have enough staff to show it, and we don't have this. Right now, this this director could be the finest person in the world as a museum curator. No offense, but coming from Chicago and into Idaho and focusing on the history of incarceration over this this collection is revered by other museums, even the Smithsonian. This is one of the most complete and amazing in the country, and we're about to trade it over into, I don't know, sympathizing prisonhood. I'm sorry, that's offensive, and I'm hoping that people go see it, go check it out, be respectful, go ask to see the museum, and if you want to focus on something, call the governor's office and let him know that we'd rather be able to witness the tools used by our soldiers of freedom as opposed to being sympathetic to the poor people who didn't know how to follow laws and were unfortunately not cared for as much as we would like in the prison system. It's it's terrible sorry it's, it's a place also where you can find out actually what a fully automatic gun is dylan appreciate the call 208-336-3700 open phones friday means whatever is on your mind dylan is passionate about firearms and more importantly historical firearms uh whatever's on your mind your calls more of them next the great one mark levin tonight at seven now back to mike casper and chris walton this is casper and chris live and local on news talk kboi mike casper will be back on monday we miss him he'll tell you about why he was gone or maybe he won't it's it's up to him but it has been fun filling in and uh one of the cool things i've gotten to do this week is come up with presidential trivia since monday was president's day 
come up with presidential trivia questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been able to stump Chris twice <laughs> today. However, today's today's damn near impossible trivia question: Which president made Christmas a national holiday? If you know that, in about twenty minutes, you could be one pair of Jackson's Country Stomp tickets richer. Those, those tickets are on sale, by the way, right now at ictickets.com. If you don't, you know, if you aren't brushed up on your uh, on your trivia, your mm-hmm. presidential trivia, you could purchase those at ictickets.com. Uh, also, if you uh, if you have kids and you uh, or grandkids and you're just looking for something to do with them uh, this weekend, uh, tomorrow Kids Fair Expo Idaho, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And I, Chris, you're not able to make it. I know you're really sad about that because oh, yeah. you guys had other plans, uh, but you're going to be missing Bluey. You're going to be missing. Uh, you're going to be missing Blue Buster Bronco. Um, other when, other mascots. When when my granddaughter comes over, I never miss Bluey. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we uh, we we have coloring sheets at the KBOI booth for Bluey, or some people have just asked Bluey for his autograph. What color should they? Never mind. Also have, also have wrestling. Got the Wrestle Club doing some wrestling, and I'm told somebody from this building will be doing a run in. During one of the matches, interfering with one of the matches. Is it somebody who's been wanting to do that? Forever! Looking forward to it. I think we might know who it is. Hoping they don't get hurt, <laughs> because then they'd have to explain how they got hurt. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. Again, the damn near impossible trivia question is mm-hmm. a call-in trivia. And for all of you who have texted in, uh, congratulations, you haven't won anything. Did any of them get it correct? I cannot say, Chris. Ah. I cannot say because if I tell, if I answer that question in the affirmative, then I would be opening us up to all kinds of shenanigans that I don't want to be a part of. And you're against shenanigans? I'm against this, a certain this, level of shenanigans. This time of day. I, I, yes. Yeah. Before be, before 3 p.m., shenanigans is just mm-hmm. too much for me. And then it's a way to make a living. Yes. After 3 p.m., shenanigans all over the place. Nothing but shenanigans. This and is... other Irish pubs as well. <laughs> I'm still... I, 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 gotta, I, I just uh, popped open the text messages here, and... Um, we asked earlier. We were talking about the the moon um, the moon landing from yesterday, mm-hmm. which for those of you who missed it, we landed on the moon again. But it wasn't us. It was a private company, and and there weren't any people in the spacecraft. It was an American private company, and that's the thing. Like all the news about, it, I was like, we landed where no man has ever been before. It's like there's not a man there now. There's no human being there. It's it's it's, it's but just they, they landed on the moon's south pole. Uh, Finding out, of course, that it has one. Yeah. And uh, nobody's done that before. Nobody still has. People still well, haven't true. landed there. <laughs> okay, so people have landed something on it, but people haven't landed on it. 55 years ago, they landed there using what the, basically is the equivalent of an Atari joystick. Okay? Mm-hmm. Honestly. And don't forget the hidden figures. They, with, with as much computing power as... Oh, you said it earlier, and I've heard the same. I've heard mm-hmm. the same statistic that the 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 phone has. Yeah, the phone, the the phones and watches that we have now, right, have more capability than NASA's entire uh, 
whatever fleet of computers that they had in 1969. Don't get me wrong, it's cool, but unless there's actually a video of a Martian on the moon or they landed on gold or a vast deposit of oil, which we didn't know was there, big flipping deal. Martians wouldn't go to the moon. They have the they two, got Mars. They have two moons of their own. Yeah. And if, if they want, you know, just a big dead sphere, they can just stay on their own planet. If a dog had landed on the moon, I'd be like, wow, that's pretty cool. That's actually, or, or an actual monkey. If the monkey had actually piloted the thing to land right side up, fantastic. And I, and I, and I love space. I like, <laughs> Chris is looking at me like, yeah, I can't tell. But <laughs> I, I do. Whenever I go, you know. And looking at like real estate ads, I love space. Another text message is if I say shenanigans one more time, shut up, Farva. Uh, you asked a question earlier on, Chris, if anybody remembered space food sticks. I did. And I uh, got a text message here. It says, Chris, I remember space food sticks. I'm the same age as you. No, that would be why. I feel find it weird when people say that. <laughs> Just assume you know Chris's age. I tell it all the time. Oh, okay. My mom kept a box of antiques in the freezer. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> antiques in the freezer. I like that. <laughs> one, uh, one was a half box of space food sticks. Oh, we found the box and we had to clear out the house after they moved to a retirement okay. community. One of my sisters kept them and they're now in her freezer. Basically, they, they, they looked like a cross between Slim Jims and Tootsie Rolls. Uh, tasted a little more like Tootsie Rolls, but the thing I would compare them to now would be energy bars and stuff like that. Okay. Oh, all right. It was an early form of that. I, and you ate them when you ran out of AIDS candy. I want us to explore space. I want us to continually explore new technologies, what's out there, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But to actually accomplish something, not, hey, we went there again. You know, once upon a time, coming out west was exploring now, it's really not that big a deal. People live here. You can explore new airports. Yeah. Go to a planet. You're going to spend this much money? You better come back with something other than another bag full of rocks. We've been there, done that. You're going to spend billions of dollars. Better be something in it for all of us. If you're going to charge... what, uh, Derek, you came up with the stat, how much they were charging people to go into space? Well, when when Elon did the orbit for three hours or whatever, it was 55 million to launch three three people. Three days? I can't remember. But it was 55 million for the tour in orbit, not even... You got one orbit for $55 million. That's a jip. No. (laughs) Three people. I don't care. To quote Johnny Rotten, did you ever feel like you've been cheated? Yeah. $55 $55 million, I'm playing golf on the moon on the same hole that Buzz Aldrin did. That's cool. Yeah. For $55 it was, million it bucks. Was, it was Alan Shepard, but I, I, get the, I, I get the point. Oh, damn it. What happened to Michael Collins? <laughs> he... Nobody, no, no. You know what? No. Here's the thing. Fan, by the way, uh, who who is the mastermind, you talk about piloting, again, he had to catch... Apollo in midair, mm-hmm. sorry, mid-space. With his bare hands. Well, harnesses. With, with a spaceship. Now, big deal. We landed, we landed a toaster on the moon. What does it do? It sits there. It improves your sandwich. John, Baker City, what do you want? Good morning. 
Hi, John. Shut up. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear you're going to be in the afternoon, Nate. I've missed you. The program's not the same without you. But well, no, it was a different person. I, I say, bah humbug to this moon space stuff. Uh, you know, we the waters in Miami were 101 degrees this last summer. Now, I mean, doesn't that seem to be a little odd? Maybe we should take care of planet Earth before we think about going to Mars and the moon. I just think it's a waste of our money. Anyway, that's me. I think your dog's really the, mad the, at you. The dog the agrees way. with you. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know if the dog does or not. I hate wasting money. Well, he knows he won't be selected to go to Mars, so that he's mm. pissed off. It's only for the rich. Well, well, I mean, that's not true. There have been dogs sent into space before. They just didn't come back. You want your dog to behave. That was Laika. Yeah. You want your dog to behave. Tell him about the uh, canine uh, that, that yeah, was like, sent into the moon. That, that dog will go in. That dog will go outside. Like it was on. the first mammal to go into space, right? And uh, they didn't really have a way to retrieve Laika, so Laika is, is dead. I mean, it would be anyway. Uh, you know, or it was, it was the late fifties. Or is currently a members of Guardians of the Galaxy. And it's up to you. You believe what you want. Or guardian. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. <laughs> Chris, do you do you enjoy it when I fill in? I do. Okay. Because I think, I think Derek's ready to just yeet me right out of the studio. <laughs> No, it's okay. <laughs> Jackson's Country Stop Tickets, up for grabs. All you need to know is know your presidential or Christmas history. Which U.S. president made Christmas a national holiday? Got to be specific. If you think you know the answer, you might be incorrect. 208 336 Did you get this one right away? Yeah. Okay. This one I, I knew. Cameron. Cameron, first question. Do you do you have kids or grandkids? I have kids. You got kids? And grand and grandkids. Oh, we got uh, you know, you could have one or both by the way. You could you could have the uh country stomp tickets and or the kids fair tickets should you choose. But you have to get the question correct. How 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 confident do you feel? I'm fairly confident. Fairly confident because you you remember your history. You you paid attention in school and you did not cheat and search the internet at all, right? Oh, never. And you never cheat on your taxes either, correct? Never. Exact. Good answer, sir. Good answer. What what's your what's your answer? Uh, you Ulysses S. Grant. Mr. Walton. I will grant you that is correct. Ah, there we go. Well done. Well done. Now. The most important question: uh, Do you do you want the concert tickets for Jackson's Country Stomp and the Kids Fair passes? Uh, yeah. All right. Hold that on. Would be great. I'm glad you are mildly happy. Very good. Hold on. Okay. He, he actually seems quite overjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. No, but by the way, don't forget tomorrow is the South Carolina primary for all for all of you who don't live in South Carolina. Tomorrow is the South Carolina primary. Uh, next next Saturday is the Idaho caucus, Idaho GOP caucus, uh, which we'll probably be talking about more next week. So, when we come back 
after bottom of the hour news. So that that thing about like not talking politics, you've decided to abandon that. No, that 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 wasn't that was an in depth discussion. Okay, but we're gonna abandon it after news because you've <laughs> you've invited guests in. I have. We have Representative Birch. And, and yeah, they're they're in the state legislature, so politics is kind of a big deal with them. Yeah, we'll find out how they're spending our money and uh, what they're doing to, uh, well, basically what they're doing there in the Idaho State Legislature. We have members of the Idaho House up next. News Talk KBOI covers the Idaho Legislature, all of the issues, all of the debates. Today we have Idaho State Representatives joining Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. Steve Birch is here with us. Good morning to you. Thank you. Good morning. All right. You got your... Uh... Okay. Everything fine? Yep. Good morning. Okay. Good morning. Turn his mic up, if you would, please. All right. Now you're here. Uh-huh. There I am. Here <laughs> we representative are. Representative Steve Birch is with us. Democratic uh, representative from uh, District 15. How are things in District 15? Things are great. So especially since I moved to District 16. Oh no, no! That, that's the one thing that's gone wrong in District okay, 15. Okay, I see. <laughs> it's been a, it's been an interesting uh, session so far for everybody uh, from the uh, state of the uh, state of the state to uh, to now and moving forward. So far, still on track to get out uh, end of uh, end of March. Well, it's the original Ish. original target date was March twenty second. I think uh, the 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 bet is probably maybe a week later than that, but I think you're right about the end of March. It was a bill that was uh, described as a uh, Christmas tree. Whether or not mm-hmm. uh, just in yesterday's program, what two hundred million dollars in in funding is going to be and what it's going to become for schools, and that's that's the state wanting to. Grant two hundred million dollars in in uh, structural funds to schools that need uh, that need repairs. Added to that was a uh, was an income tax break and other things. Uh, how common is that? Very common. Um, we've seen this year after year since I've been there. Just about for the last three or four sessions, uh, we had a House Bill two ninety two, which uh, had a, uh, a potpourri of, of mm-hmm. elements in it. We had House Bill 1, which was supposed to be a facilities bill for school money for schools. Now we have this bill, and it's and this is this is not by accident. This is by design. That it's a, it's essentially what happens. What we hate about Washington when you have a bill and then then people add riders to it. Right. Uh, this is being billed as a facilities bill, but when you add an income tax break in there, you have stuff about getting mm-hmm. rid of DEI. You get rid of an election date. Uh, you move uh, money around in different ways. It's and and, and you're and everyone's itching to get out of the legislature so they can start their uh, campaigning for the for the primary in May. People want to vote for something, and they wind up voting for something that maybe has some good things in it, but a lot of other things that are really suspect. That's, that's why it was it was uh, described by the senators yesterday as as a Christmas tree because everybody gets to hang their own little ornament on it. Well, I think of it more as a crazy quilt of of, of scraps of legislation stitched together. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, HB 545, uh, doing away with protections for renters. Uh, you don't feel good about that bill. Yeah, and it's basically because of, of two words that were added. The, the bill is uh, that were added to the bill that um, that are really problematic. Uh, the bill is is a, a, a in many ways a knee-jerk reaction to the city of Boise enacting an ordinance that uh, would make sure that anyone who is receiving ty- uh, Section 8 vouchers, you know, can 
and can pay for rent that they just can't simply be refused of a rent, uh, a, a lease just based on the source of their income. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and that, that's a, that, that addresses, uh, and the legislature basically wrote a bill, 545, that prohibited any municipality from enacting an ordinance like that. But in that bill is also prohibiting any ordinance associated with fees or deposits. And there's absolutely no reason to put that in there. The reason why we have regulations through ordinances is to protect consumers from bad actors. And when we were at the height of the housing crisis, we had bad actors, a minority of, of um, uh, landlords, but nonetheless, there was, there were, we had bad actors that were charging $200, $300 non-refundable application fees uh, for an apartment. Uh, oftentimes, the apartment was, had already been rented, but you couldn't know that, and it became mm-hmm. a, a separate income stream. And people were desperate. They would try to put out five, six, seven, ten, twelve applications because they just needed to get an apartment. And so the city of Boise enacted an ordinance that would cap the application fee at thirty dollars, which is pretty much how much it costs to do a background check uh, mm-hmm. on an application. That bill gets rid of that protection. So what I had said in the business committee, because I was in the committee that heard that bill, is you know the door to the business committee, it says business committee. It doesn't say business owners committee. And if we're going to make decisions that impact business, we need to not only consider the business owner, but also the consumer and the employee. And we need to craft legislation that strikes a balance between the interests of all. That bill puts the heavy hand of state government on top, uh, on local government in favor of uh Landlords, whether you know, no matter, uh, especially unscrupulous ones, to let them get away with doing stuff like that. Sounds like a bait and switch. Uh, why would you charge somebody to apply to go somewhere if it's, if it's not available to begin with? Because you can make a lot of money when people are desperate. State Representative Steve Birch joining us here uh, in studio. There's a resolution that would involve changing the Idaho Constitution to lower the threshold to 55 percent to pass a bond. Right now, uh, Idaho is uh, Idaho is one of two states that require a two-thirds majority of voters to support a bond for it to pass. Needed? Not needed? Your your uh, your thoughts on this? Uh, absolutely needed. I mean, consider this. I, I keep on hearing people say one person, one vote. In fact, these are the arguments that are used against uh, ranked choice voting. So, you know, you hear it all the time: one person, one vote. Well, when it takes a two-thirds vote to pass something, anyone who votes no is getting two votes versus a person who mm-hmm. only, only votes yes. Only Really, their vote only counts once, but a two-third majority lets a no vote count twice. And um, it, and then the interesting thing about the, st- the statistic, yeah, the, the other state is Kentucky. Well, Kentucky has the same thing, but Kentucky spends an average of $15,000 per student. In mm-hmm. Idaho, it's about half of that. And so the the only other way school districts can actually close the funding gap created by the state legislature through the underfunding of education is through school bonds and levies. Right. So and, as far as two thirds goes, wouldn't you, wouldn't you want a certain level of community to be in favor of it, not just fifty plus one or fifty five percent? So the legisl- that's what the legislation calls for, and the legislation calls for the fifty five percent to only. Uh, uh, 
be in play in place during a um, a, 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 a statewide election year, so the even numbered years. Okay. So if you were to, according to that that proposed amendment to the state constitution, in a odd numbered year, uh, it would still be two thirds. But and the idea being that you're going to have a higher turnout mm-hmm. uh, in in a in a November election, right. a presidential year, and a and a statewide election year for governor, and therefore uh, lower that criteria just a little bit. State Representative Steve Burt, sir, appreciate the time. Thank you. Yeah, it goes by fast. Oh, my God, really? (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Appreciate it. We're going to cross the aisle. Republicans up next. Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Which ironically might be why our guest couldn't get through on the line because somebody else called in. Now, we invite people on both sides to be a part of, we, we uh, of this, and some we, people we, even schedule them. We can't necessarily guarantee that they will be here, because, you know, things come up. Right. Politicians are going to politician. They might have something more important to uh, attend to other than a radio program. However, we, we I, I can't imagine what that would be. Uh, I don't like debating after the fact, and it, had we known that the... Uh, that the morning was going to turn out to be like this, I would have wanted to get just a little bit more in with uh, uh, Representative Steve Birch regarding mm, yeah. whether or not to lower or change the threshold on passing a school bond. Um, I A lot of people say, well, it's too hard to do it. The, the argument right now is it's too hard for some areas to pass a school bond because the threshold is too high. Right. And... Representative Birch's argument was, well, anybody who votes no is voting twice, which I, well, I, I understand. Yeah, I understand mathematically why he's saying that. that. Right. Yes. Essentially, what it is is that 34% of the people can have their way. So it would be like they each had two votes and, and the no vote passed with two thirds. I mean, the reality is, is, you know, looking at it from one side, why do, you know, not knowing how every area is set up, how every school district is set up, how every you know the the uh, uh, financial makeup of every setup, you have people who take a look at what a school bond might cost them and say, "Well, I can afford that. I'll raise my own taxes." But somebody else may not want that, may not be able to afford that. It's not that they hate kids or hate school or or, or any of that. They just might not be able to fit it. So the threshold should be, it could be argued that the threshold should be high to represent as close to everybody as possible, not just 55% Mm -hmm. or 50 plus one or whatever. Which is what I said I like. Right. Majority rules. Hey, let's do that. Yeah. And then if we find out it's going badly next year, we can vote again and majority will still rule. If you're picking what toppings we're going to have on the pizza, Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Majority rules. All right. I I can get along with that. If you're talking about what tax structure you're going to be lumped into for the Mm -hmm. next year or five or however long the bond is, you know, why not make it a hundred? You know, hey, if you're going to raise everybody's taxes, why not? Why not say unanimous or not? When there were three of us, uh, living in our in our house we used we used to just order three pizzas <laughs> small ones of course but, sure but we would get three because we couldn't uh, agree on you know what to get so we would just each get our own you know and and to change what the uh what the vote uh, what what the uh percentage should be depending on the year that the vote is held mm-hmm. just it just gets confusing you know 
And, and maybe that's why I'm a simple mind. I admit that about myself. Uh, so, so do other people. Right. But I, but at the same time, it, one, one rule. That's mm-hmm. all. One rule. Not, not, not different structure for one, a different year. One rule to rule them all. One standard. That's it. Two standards is too many. Mm-hmm. One standard is just fine. You know, either either you meet the standard or you don't. And if the standard's too high for some, if that's the argument, well, either make a better um, make a better presentation, have a better need, or go about it in a way that most of the people or, can get behind. Or politic the way they used to. Get people on your side, even if they don't fundamentally agree with everything you say. Sure. You know that that's called having a personality and you know being able to sway people. It's it's kind, a, kind of what salesmen do. It's an argument that was made for um for the jail uh for for to to add on to the jail mm-hmm. eighty county jail that the the standard was just too high. You can't get you can't get sixty sixty six percent of people to agree on this, and it and it I think it failed at sixty one. So they were close, mm-hmm. but they didn't quite get it. Why? For a number of reasons, a number of people felt it wasn't needed, wasn't necessary, cost too much, uh, whatever Plus, the case I mean, this, might be. This is an area where anybody vote. If you vote on on spending more tax money or mm-hmm. you know, bonds or, or anything like that, people tend to go. Eh, we're spending enough money already. Yeah, uh, I, I don't want to pay any more taxes. Yeah, and they kind of have a point. You know, work with what you got. Sure, and it, don't ask. Don't ask for. It'd be nice if they could ask for less. But don't ask for more. Be efficient with what you got. That's what we all have to do. That's what we all have to do. All three of us in this room have different paychecks. All three of us in this room have different responsibilities. And sure, we can ask for more money. Yeah. But you're not going to get it. Well. <laughs> but I'm not going to get it. Well. Not with that, that attitude. <laughs> that is true, though. I mean, you got to... You've already screwed up three times today. No, you got got to spend within your means, right? And you get well. No, we, you and I, we, all three of us in this room, and everybody listening, we have to spend within our means. If you're the government, well, we need more money. Mm, Here's the reason, and maybe we'll throw in a side of guilt. You've read those things where they say that deficit spending is actually good for the country. Apparently up to a point, but yeah, that, you know. I mean, everything is good to a point. You can uh, you can drink too much water. You actually can have too much oxygen in, in your mm-hmm. system. Um, uh, apparently, and I don't know of anybody who've, who's actually experienced it, you can eat too much bacon. I don't know what that level is, but past a certain degree, the good thing Mike, is bad for Mike you. Mike Casper on line two, he's, <laughs> he, 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 he wants to disagree with Chef something you on just line said. Three. Sure. Yeah. But... At the same time, it's not that we hate the thing or we don't like the thing. The standard, I would say, should be high and should be uniform. Not different. Uh, not different standards. Not different. Uh, don't make it fifty-five one year and sixty percent the next. Just because, well, it's uh, it's a different year. Uh, I didn't like the off session elections because barely anybody knew about them. There wasn't much outreach. And a lot of people wanted to keep it that way because they only wanted their they only wanted a certain amount of people to know who were passionate about whatever it was that was being voted on yeah. for or against. Furthermore, the people that normally want the more money are usually a lot more organized than the people who don't. So they have they 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 are um, they're organized from the start where everybody's like. Well, wait, what's the other side? Just asking the question, what's the other side? What's the, the challenge? The other side is, uh-uh. 
Right. But besides that, if you're going to get into into the actual debate on and points as why somebody would be against increasing a bond or placing a bond or so on and so forth, yeah. what would those arguments be? Like, for instance, uh, I can't afford what is supposed to be my part of it. Right. So you get into it should be philosophically, and it's just a philosophy, it should be difficult to increase bonds or ask for taxes. Open Line Friday continues when we come back after news. A from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. True story. Mike Casper will be back on Monday. He's on his way back, actually, right now from uh, from North. Do you have something you want from, to say? Did from you, did from you, where he was. From I where was he was just stretching. You were just stretching with both of your hands up in the air? Like a victory or a touchdown? Yeah. Huh. Huh. Reminds me, I think I have a meeting with you after the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is Open Line Friday. Open Phones Friday. <laughs> open Phones Friday. Open Phones Friday. Gee, I'm sorry. You down I'm with OPF? Sorry. What you talked yesterday? Sure and now you're sorry. feeling pretty good about yourself. I just wanted to say I was sorry. That's it. Enjoyed my time. Mark has a question for you. So, Nate, the minority right wingers run Idaho. Why should their 25 to 30 percent dictate what happens in our state? Fear and intimidation is what they use, not common sense legislation and politicking. It would actually have to be what 34 percent, right? Well, I thought you were. I thought we were talking about uh, a financial bond. I thought we were talking about a, a bond. I don't think he was voting... just he was just talking about voting in, in general that you would have to get a sixty seven percent for a bond. Yeah, yeah. That's not necessarily a right versus left dynamic. It could be well, just apparently, based apparently Mark, on... Mark believes it is. Well, it's yeah. a, it's a free country. You know what? Honestly, it is a free country. You can believe whatever you want to believe as to free. why people free but expensive still. Sure, as to why people vote. Maybe it is. Uh, maybe it is motivated by politic. Maybe it's motivated by just the money in their wallet. Kurt said something similar. Uh, similar. Kurt from uh, Nampa says, isn't it interesting that the lawmakers think fewer people should be allowed to pass a school bond because they, the legislature, doesn't do their job to fund schools, but they also keep trying to change, make harder, require more people for uh, voter initiatives, hypocrisy at its finest. Interesting take. Because they want to reduce it down to, what, 55% Correct. would pass a bond. Yeah. Right. 55% would pass a bond. Right now it is uh, uh, 60, 66. 66.667. Well, yeah. right. You know, and only two states have that threshold. And some people say, well, that's just too high. That's just too high. You know? I'd I'd love for uh, I'd love for the state legislature to have the same uh, requirement. If you Our raise Idaho- everyone's taxes, you better get sixties. You you better get sixty seven percent. Are Idaho and Kentucky the only ones that have that? Uh, two states that have that. Uh, others might have more than fifty percent. Mm-hmm. Not just fifty plus one, but might have a sixty percent or six or fifty five percent. Wouldn't it be interesting if it's either a hundred percent or nothing? If if one person disagrees, we don't do it. Uh, and, and there's, I, I got to tell if you, we would never I think there's anything. some lot. Well, it should be difficult to raise taxes mm-hmm. or tax other people who and, aren't you and we've said that from the very beginning uh of the when we started doing the show like 23 years ago that there are plenty of people who don't mind if weeks go by 
and the legislature doesn't pass anything. Right. Because they, what they want the legislature to do is discuss, 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 study, and pass something if it's necessary, but if it's not, don't. Hey, and if they don't do anything, um, one of my, this year, one of my pet peeves has been them uh, wanting to uh, redefine words and redefine terms. And it's like, gosh, it'd be really great if they got around to lowering taxes and cutting spending. Like terror for, is one of those words. Sure. Terrorism. Uh, well, you know, next week they're they're doing shapes, and the week after that they're doing colors, and then uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get on to other drawings. But beyond well, that, at, we'll least be they're not, at least they're not asking and taking my, my money. Right. Right? But it should be wicked easy to lower taxes. It should be extremely easy to cut spending. It should be extremely hard for anybody to increase or tax. You're from Cleveland, not Boston. Don't say that again. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying, though. You understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It I should do. be. It should be. It should be difficult. The principle should be difficult. And I'm tired of the excuses. Well, there's only so many people that there's only so many people that show up for for an election on this day. There's not enough people show up for an election. There's really a lot of people that show up for an election. So we should lower the standard there. No, one standard's just fine. One standard's just fine. John says, uh, so the public schools are having a hard time getting school bonds to pass. Flooding the voters with concurrent bond election aren't working anymore. Now the slime balls want to change the rules to pass their pocket-stuffing bonds and lower the threshold. Maybe the folks writing the bonds uh, that fail should go talk to the voters and figure out why they are failing to pass. To me, it's all about waste. Even though a bond passes, they always come back asking for more. I, I, the, the the most common argument I've ever heard against a bond is, aren't we already contributing money to that? Why should we pay more? Right, right. Uh, Why don't you just do something different with the money you have? Canyon County is a great example. Uh, d- d- one of the first ones, Canyon County Jail is a great example of this. You ask people in Canyon County if they need a new jail, and people in Canyon County will say, yes, Canyon County needs a new jail. Canyon County needs more beds. They need more space. They need something beyond a tarp. That they they need people to guard. Uh, they they need people to watch because people break the law. The more we grow, the more people break the law. Same argument for why Ada County Jail wanted to expand. The disagreement comes over how much money they want to spend doing it, mm-hmm. or the design, or whatever the case might be. It's not that they don't need it; they just disagree on what it is. Chris, at one point in time, I'm sure you guys have needed a new car. Right? Mm-hmm. You need a new car. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, would you like the rolls? Uh, yeah, if you're give, if you're giving them out. No, I'm not away. giving them out. You, 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 you want to buy the rolls for the sticker price of a yeah. hundred thousand dollars? Throw in a Range Rover while you're at it. Or sure, why not? Or or do you want something practical that'll still get you from point A to point B? And on weekends, point C. Sure, and it won't uh, it won't cost you an arm, leg, or kidney. Right. You know, it's it's not that you don't need the thing. It's that well, this fits within our budget. We're I, not. Go- I do. I do still have two kidneys, though. <laughs> day's Just not, saying. Day's not over. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. Rich Boise, listening on six seventy KBY AM. Go ahead, Rich. Well, you remember when uh, the Republicans in Congress they forced the FBI to release a 1023 form from Alexander Smirnoff. Uh, the FBI didn't want to release it because they couldn't corroborate it. Uh, Jim Jordan said, the most corroborating evidence we have so far 
is it the 1023 form from this highly credible, confidential human source? He was referring to Smirnoff, and it was about that that bribe supposedly coming from uh, uh, Ukraine uh, to Joe Biden. And it now it turns out that's just a, a big joke. The guy was arrested the other day for lying to the FBI. That's why the FBI didn't want to release the information because they couldn't. They it couldn't verify it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I knew it was a joke when when they before they released his name because in in the form that they did release, he said that he had just heard from from another source that this guy in Ukraine paid this money or said that so it it was there was no source anyway it was secondhand information course, yeah but of course you know they still went ahead with it and made a big deal about it for 4 months and uh now that it turned out to be a lie they just they stopped talking about it isn't that odd but you know so the, and the their other source was a big joke too they they have absolutely nothing against Joe Biden for any of these bribery scandals or any of this business dealing scandals that they're trying to push. They're just, they've exhausted. One witness just disappeared. They gave up on him. They just have nothing. Hmm. Nothing and everything are, are, uh, are two extremes. Jordan, Jordan though. And, uh, you know, the guys on that committee are still going forward as if this was no problem whatsoever. They, they, and, and they seem to think they still have well, something. Well, and they, and they said that. Well, we've got other stuff. And then you ask them what it is, and they say, well... Yeah. yeah. Stay tuned. We'll, we'll come up with something. We, we tease ahead as well. Right. For example, for example, we have a call from Frazier. I'd love to tell you what he's going to talk about. We're going to find out next. Get 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. A legislative proposal introduced Wednesday could change that by starting the process of lowering the vote threshold school districts need to pass a bond. Most states require either a majority or 60 percent of voters. The Idaho Statesman reports the resolution introduced by Republican Representative Rod Furness of Rigby would propose changing the Idaho Constitution to lower the threshold to 55 percent during years when statewide elections are held, such as presidential election years, when turnout is traditionally higher. The two-thirds threshold would remain in years with only local elections. The resolution is intended to ease the requirements when more community members turn out to vote. The new resolution will need support from two-thirds of legislators in each chamber to place it on the general election ballot. It would then require approval from a majority of voters to change the state constitution. I understand the argument they're making. It's just a bad argument, in my opinion. Oh, there's more people that turn out to these elections. Let's lower how many people we need to pass this thing. What what was wrong with sixty seven percent? If it was, if you mean to tell me sixty seven percent is good for when we have not as many people show up, we need to lower the standard. We need to lower the standard where more people show up. Hmm. I, I know. I know. There's a. There are reasons that uh, people want something to you know pass with sixty percent or sixty seven percent. But uh, but again, all I can ever think of is that's minority rule. If sixty if sixty six percent of people want something and thirty four percent don't, the thirty four the thirty four percent get their way and the sixty six don't. 
And again, if you're going to raise everyone's tag, I mean, philosophically, you could have those those who have tax people who those who haven't right out of their house. Well, that's a good point too. Do I mean, what? What have we always said? Democracy is uh, two wolves and a sheep voting on what they have for lunch. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless phone. Frazier. Hey, good morning. Thank you for calling us from the bathroom. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, the reason for the two-thirds majority is a safeguard against having the minority rule. There's two things that uh, that happen with uh, taxes, property taxes, and uh, bonds. Number one, uh, people that uh, do not live in in the uh, district cannot vote. Uh, simple simple example is Valley County. The majority of the property owners in Valley County don't live in Valley County. Therefore, the people that live there, a minority, can impose taxes on the majority because you have to live within the district to vote. And the other people are uh, commercial property. The big, tall buildings in downtown Boise don't get any more votes than the people that own the $100,000 house. So that uh, is the reason that they have the uh, two-thirds majority is a safeguard. The alternative would be to go back to feudal times and uh, allow people to vote based on how much property they own. Give, you know, give them more votes for more property. And property we, only. Property owners only, not but, renters. But we got rid of that right. with the Constitution. Exactly, and that and that's that's right. But the the safeguard there is to have the two thirds. And the other thing is, is that if once a bond is passed, it stays. If a bond is defeated the government can come back six months and try it again, and they can try it again in another six months and do it repeatedly. If uh, a bond is passed, that's it. It's it's there, and you can't turn around and, and say, well, six months later we're going to repeal it. Which is why you had a number of school districts not speak in favor of getting rid of the March uh, school school bond elections. Right. Or, or any of those because they, well, we, we need those. Well, the turnout for those were negligible as far as registered voters were. Yeah. And uh, and the whole, whole thing is, uh, you know, people look at it as uh, uh, renters and apartments. And they say, well, the, the tax is built into your rent. And uh, if, you're, if the uh, tax is raised, then uh, the rent is raised. Well, that's, that's a real simple equation. But... Uh, like I say, the vast majority of, of uh, property in Valley County, and there's other places right, that are yeah. similar, but even in Ada County, uh, the people that own the mall and all the tall buildings, uh, they don't get any votes. Dave, always a pleasure. All right. Good luck to you guys. <laughs> get it. Get a text message here that says uh, we should apply the same standard for people seeking office, two-thirds or go home. And... Stop clapping. And, again, the difference between who wins versus tax is 
not the same. I understand it's it's, it's a fun text message. Some places do have the the winner has to have fifty percent. The winner has to, you can't win with forty percent. That's True. that's not a majority. Right. Some places do have a runoff, which means you have to come back and vote based on who's left. Not the ranked choice BS. Just come back. Do it again a couple weeks later. I don't know. I, I've always been a big fan of if there are six uh, candidates running for office, uh, I don't care how many votes the one who leads gets, the one who leads wins. And some places do have that. Not every mm-hmm. place has the, the 50%. That's uh, just what I prefer. I the, mean, the 50% win rule. Yeah, it's, I mean, depends on where you are, what what town you live in, and, and what state you're in. Mm-hmm. So, open phones Friday, 208-336-3700. Whatever you want to talk about, if it's politics or not, it doesn't have to be politics. It could be something completely different. News, next. Podcasting from the Auto Ranch Group Studios on 93.1 FM and 670 AM, we are News Talk KBOI. What, did you guys think I was taking off at 9.30 every day? No. <laughs> I guess I misheard that, Chris. Yeah. yeah. Derek walked in today saying, I sounded pretty good yesterday, right? Yeah. It's probably not a good idea to look that disappointed, though, Derek. It wasn't silence. Okay. Is it on my face? Oh, yeah. By the way, Mike Casper will be back. People listening can see it on your face. On Monday. I'll be back in the afternoon, this afternoon, broadcasting from... Location yet to be named. Really? Yes. Okay. So it's not going to be here? No, it's not okay. going to be here. Uh, but Because we already have a name for here. Uh, <laughs> we, we, uh, listen, it's not hell. All right. Uh, this is, uh, th- th- this is that, that, that's, that's a different town somewhere else. Hell is for children. Yes. So uh, I do events. I MC events. And I go different places. And not every place is for broadcast. Because... You want to go someplace? Well, there's rules and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want your if you want your place to be promoted, you got to pay somebody who's not me. So yeah, I'll do my show from wherever. I've done my show from the middle of a gas station. So yeah, going to be somewhere yet to be uh, yet to be determined. Probably won't be uh, probably won't be disclosed on air. Some of you probably know where it is because social media is a thing. It's not like it's nuclear codes. Anyway, we'll be back to regular operation. Did I I confuse you? Oh. It doesn't take much. Completely. You can text to be a part of the show. Text to 208-336-3700. I don't know why I'm reading this text message in in the Seinfeld frame of reference. What's the hang-up on Idaho allowing sports gambling? Seems like an easy way to fund additional needs. I mean, come on. Uh, uh, Beach. By the way, that's the the Beach. Uh, Beach, you're not wrong. No, you're. I'm a gambling. Uh, I'm a gambling supporter. <laughs> I I I I don't mind gambling, obviously, because I don't gamble every penny I, I have. I don't gamble so much as just contribute money to casinos. And that's fine. Whatever you want to do. Where do you gamble? Nevada. <laughs> okay. But we're in Idaho. Oh, well, you Nevada. can go to Fort Hall Casino. You can go to uh, Coeur d'Alene. Jack, uh, Jackpot, Idaho. Yeah. Which yeah. is Nevada. I just see these ads on TV. Uh-huh. Oh. See. 
and DraftKings, FanDuel, whatever. You, you, sure. can, you can't do FanDuel and DraftKings in Idaho, which you don't know until you, you know, try. Right. Right. Which I don't want to say this out loud, but I'm. But, but you're about to. I've had to go get a bookie now. <laughs> You've been forced into a life of crime by our uh, Idaho rules. That's right, Chris. Okay, then. Who? What do you mean forced? What do you mean had I'm, to? I'm, I'm not a judge, so I'll accept you, that. You have to go get food. You have to get gas for your car. Explain to me, okay. like I'm an idiot, why you have to gamble. Well, if which, I... Which, by the way, is wicked close. Yeah, I said it again, just to yeah. pick you off. You're which not, is very you're, you're, close. You're not from Boston, or you would like the Red Sox. Which is very close to you being an addict. Ooh. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't so know what do you say to, to that? Huh? It. I, I, I guess I don't, I don't need it. But if I want to gamble, then my choice here is, like you said, drive pretty far. It's not that far. Jackpot's two hours. Well, away. I don't have a car. My, you have you have more cars than I do. Liar. However, enough of you. Um, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, Beej. You're not wrong. Legalized sports gambling, online gambling. We're not even talking casinos at this point. You you want to go to BetMGM, you know, whatever, and 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 put uh, put five bucks down on whomever you want to put five bucks down on. I think you should be allowed to do it from Idaho. I think the winning should be taxed, uh, all of it, as an extra. Call it a syntax. Call it whatever. You're you're not you're not taxing always, somebody on a necessity. That is always a very clever name. Syntax? Syntax. Yeah. 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 Uh, if, if we taxed all the sinners, then nobody would get out of jail. So I don't mind that. I can't answer to why it's not legal yet other than uh, it, it was legal for a short time, and then somebody screwed something up with one of the websites, and Idaho took themselves out of wanting to be a part of online sports gambling. They could replace it. They could put themselves. They could vote to put themselves back in. Other states have done it, and it's not going to be a windfall for Idaho. It's probably only going to be a couple hundred thousand dollars in tax revenue for Idaho. For me, it's more of the freedom thing. You know, I I, I can go I can go get a VPN. <clears throat> the following is not directions or an advertisement from this station or its management or sponsors on how to break the law. KBOI does not advocate breaking the law in any way, shape, or form. However, if you want to watch uh, a, a different uh, streaming service from a different country because they offer different movies on different streaming services, you would get a VPN to do that, and you could access all kinds of movies on whatever streaming service. So That's a... Virtual private network, for those of you who don't know. Yes. I never knew that. Thanks, Chris. No, you're welcome. No problem. Uh, my money now, though, from the bookies, tax-free. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we, we... Wouldn't it be funny if a bookie worked out of the library? If you could actually make it legal, I wouldn't have a problem with it. However, you would still be taxed. And and deal with it, but you also wouldn't have to worry about Joey Bag of Donuts knocking on your door because you owe them money. Who's there? Exactly, goons. What hired goons? Get another hired text goons. message here. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred says good morning, Nate and Chris. Oh hey. wow, wow. Hold on. What? First of all, I call foul. 
Mm. And this person put my name first. Chris Walton's been here a long time. He's been here longer than I have. I'm just filling weren't, in. Weren't you the one that came up with the name Casper and Chris? I think I also, okay. I think I'm also okay. the one that said the newsroom had to be staffed at all time, but nobody really listens to me. Just go ahead and laugh in the background. It's time to eliminate changing the clocks for daylight savings time. Notice how nice it is in the morning when the sun is up at 7:30 when it's supposed to be, but two weeks from now it'll be dark until 8:30. Totally ridiculous and antiquated. It messes with everyone's sleep schedule cycles and contributes to highway deaths. And everyone is cranky. Why can't we just leave it alone? Is that from Is that from Mike Casper? Honestly, I'm I'm checking the number right now. This person says their name is Ronnie. But wow, it reads like Mike Casper. I don't know anybody. Ronnie, congratulations. You've joined a very tight-knit group of people who complain about the time change every time, like it's the end of the world. If you're that delicate that you can't handle the time changes twice a year as it's been this way in our existence, change your diet. See, and, And I don't know how somebody who's been doing morning radio all these years can say that like one hour screws up their whole sleep cycle. I mean, okay, I've, I've been doing morning radio basically since 1987 and my sleep cycle has been screwed up that entire time. And it's never had anything to do with daylight saving time. I mean, some nights I get three hours, some nights I get six, Mm -hmm. some nights I get five, four. It usually doesn't go more than six. However, Ronnie, well, well, you got me. I, I, I wouldn't, uh, it's not my cause to get rid of daylight savings time. I just wouldn't mind if it went away. You know, just keep it the same. Just keep it the same. I don't have to worry about, oh, do, do I lose an hour this weekend? When is when is last call? Do we have last call at, at 1, or do yeah. we have last call at and midnight? In like, and in, in, in like mid-June, I used to say that uh, I don't do it anymore, but I, I used to go for long walks at like 9.30 at night, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it was still just very bright outside. And somebody pointed out, well, it, it's, it's still, you know, you can still go for a walk at 8.30, Right. How do we put people to bed? How, how do I put the kids to sleep when it's sunny out at 10 p.m.? NyQuil, like everybody else. Yeah. Benadryl. Night-night juice. Again, the uh, ex- the opinions expressed on KBOI are quite often really, really not good. Uh, another text message here that says, Guys, how does the library bill negatively affect LGBTQ, the LGBTQ community? Uh, the library bill, which, by the way, failed in the Senate. Yes. Failed by uh, failed by one vote in the Senate. Uh, ironically, even a Democrat, one Democrat voting in favor of it, uh, which is is fantastic. Um, but even people in the Senate were shocked that the library bill failed. There was a library bill that was presented earlier on in the session, and that library bill that a number of people thought was fine and and did everything it needed to do lowered the, the biggest. The biggest opposition was that a librarian could be fined a whole lot of money. And they lowered they lowered the financial penalty of that. They, 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 a lot of the, a lot of the uh, criticism on that was that that penalty was too high, and they just okay, well, let's back it off uh, a smidge and uh, or make it within reason, and then put it forward again. And a lot of people didn't have a problem with that. Then they came forward with a twelve step program on what somebody needed to do, and it just became stupid. So it failed. As far as how does it negatively affect the LGBT community, I don't know if the I don't know if the goal was to affect the LGBT community one way or another. I the argument that I've heard was that it was 
made to protect kids it, from an from an information sense. Right. Okay. How graphic is too graphic at what age? What subject and, matter and again, is too that's, graphic? That's kind of a, a thing for parents to decide. Yeah. I just said that uh, no unattended children in the library. <laughs> parents, it's a library. It's not a daycare. There you go. By the way, there's also another study out, or no, there was another story out, not study, uh, that earlier this week they found that fewer and fewer people go to the Boise Library. And they had a picture of the library uh, right by uh, right downtown. And I don't know if it's that it wasn't part of the story, but the reason I don't go to that library is I'm, yeah, if I want to see homeless people, I'll just come to work. I don't need to go to the library to do it. That's true. Everybody does have a right to use the public library. Right. And so those who essentially have no place else to go quite often will park there. I opened Pandora's box by reading that Daylight Savings Time text. Oh, no. One of the dangerous impacts... Now all the trouble of the world is... Daylight Savings has on our bodies. I'll finish this when we come back. Dan Bongino here. Join me today. I'm up after these guys. Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. Go ahead. Say it. You say it all the time. Just heard Bongino. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he was very sincere. With, with... <laughs> no, I said what I usually say is... Hi, I'm Mitch. I'm yeah, filling you, in for my cast. You can I'm almost really hear his... In for my cast. You can almost hear his eyes rolling when he says... I'm up after these guys. I don't know. I don't even know them. It's been such a pleasure waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning the past three days. You sleep until 4? It's been great. It's been fantastic. Mike Casper will be back on Monday, and I can't wait for it. By the way, it is uh, Friday, February 23rd, and you people are already complaining about daylight savings time. March 10th. We haven't even gotten them. Yeah, I said you people. You, March. Well, that is that is sixteen days from now. That's not, wait, not, not very many. I I want to complain about people complaining about daylight savings time. That's what I want to complain well, about. Well, it is open phones Friday, so feel free. No, I mean, no you no. will have to I'll, leave I'll the room in. and call. Yeah, I'll, I was, I'll call in. Uh, one of the uh, the text message we got that I uh, that I interrupted was one of the most dangerous impacts daylight savings has on our bodies is how significantly it increases the risk of heart attack. A New England Journal of Medicine study showed that there is up to a 24% increase in risk of heart attack on the Monday after the springtime change. Even if you don't live in Casper's house? Go go to bed earlier. Go to bed earlier. Watch your diet. Period. Go to bed earlier. Watch your diet. That's all you got to do. Sorry if that answer doesn't jive with what you want to do. <laughs> another another message here says, personally, I've never had a problem with the time change, although I would like it to be consistent. Why can't <laughs> I get what? Why can't Taylor Swift's opinion on jet lag be applied? I'm actually reading this out loud. Why can't Taylor Swift's opinion on jet lag be applied to the time change? Jet lag is a choice. Celeste. Celeste, is that, is that what she said? Taylor Celeste, said I'm angry at you for quoting Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'm angry at you for quoting Taylor Swift in a text message and making me read it. That's what I'm angry about. Thanks. <laughs> We're just getting it all out. Yeah, she had to fly what 14 hours from Japan. Yeah, which I think she left Japan at what 
2 a.m. Sunday. She didn't have and, and to. And got to Vegas at like 11 p.m. She Saturday. wanted to. She didn't have to. Well, that's true. Yeah. You know, she's... She's not a she's not a warrior. She's got a she's got her own damn plane. I don't feel bad for her at all. It's like people who don't know any about anything but sports said, "Well, she needed the publicity. She's doing just fine." I don't, I, I I personally I don't care how far she flew. A number of people flew just as far to watch their team lose. Or they drove from San Francisco. San Francisco to, to Las Vegas is not very far. Well, if you're driving. Farther than Reno. If you if you're driving. Coming up, uh, coming up later this afternoon, uh, we'll probably discuss this, probably discuss other shenanigans in the Idaho legislature. Um, other people, other, other, get uh, Dave, or, oh, this might be Frazier, uh, emailing a good example of the 50% vote is right here in Boise. Yep, that's Frazier. City council race has a, has highest vote getter winning. However, for mayor, it does require a majority. Covering in in covering the story that right now there's a proposal that would lower the amount of votes required to pass a school bond because people think it's too hard to pass a school bond. How can we get one passed? Well, try harder. And there was a runoff between our our current mayor and our previous mayor. Mm-hmm. Okay, but apparently, try harder doesn't apply to school bonds. Apparently, when if it, if it's not going their way, they want to make a statewide initiative to lower how many votes it would take to pass a school bond, which philosophically I'm against. But So to build a new grade school, they should give it the old college try. Yes. Okay. Yes, they should. JM says, good morning. Where does everyone think we are as a people, as the human race? My first answer, I think, would be Earth. Do you think we are getting along more? It's important to stop and think about that as you go out today. Life is hard enough without making choices that trip us all up. Unfortunately, that is the M.O. of some, those who stir up strife and hatred to serve their own purpose. Instead, find something to agree about, something good to say. No one knows how much time they will have, so make the best of it. God bless. I, I agree with a lot of that, apart from the fact that it kind of screws up talk radio. Well, I mean, if, if, if there's something you disagree with, you should be available to, you should be able to disagree with. Now, what your level of feelings toward the person you disagree with vitriol sure yeah what your level is is it's up to you um i could answer that the the, the most snarky way possible stop telling me what to do stop telling me how to think but that being said there are a lot of commonalities between two people between people who are republican and democrat between people who are conservative and liberal same number of legs well Overall, yes. Well, I mean, oh, we some. both like oxygen. There are uh, we exceptions. big fans of water and oxygen. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if we celebrate that, other than just acknowledge it. Well, there's Earth Day, which I'm not. That's that's kind of a water and oxygen type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Have we had any reports in on anybody not believing whether or not we landed on the moon yesterday? Not one person. No, everyone. So everyone is now believing that uh, See, an, an appliance was landed on the moon yesterday. When when we landed on the moon the first time, Michael Bay was only three years old. Mm-hmm. And there you go. Okay, I'm just. I no, don't know how old Jerry Bruckheimer was. Nobody is saying that this that there's a moon hoax yesterday. Not so far. I mean, it does look like tin foil, but no. I'm just not blown away by it. 
He said, this is historic. This is historic. You'd, we, we, we landed somewhere no man has ever been. No man is still there. No human being point. wasn't part of it. Well, at least we have a camera on it now. There's a camera on it then, 55 years ago. Not the South Pole. Well, sorry it's taken this long. Mike Casper's back on Monday. I'm back in the afternoon this afternoon. Chris, it's been a pleasure, man. And we'll continue this at 3 o'clock. Yes, we will.